Good morning, Anthony Irwin here for Lakers Lowdown, recapping you guys on last night, getting you guys ready for the Lakers day moving forward. Uh, not much went on last night that I can really think of, you know, nice easy win that wasn't wasn't stressful at all. Uh, the, the, the Lakers took care of business against a lesser team. They now move on to a 2-7 uh, a series against a lesser team. Uh, no, <laughs> no, this was a, uh, this is, this is going to be a show that focuses a lot on last night's win. The Lakers beat the Golden State Warriors in the first play-in game that gets them into the playoffs, right? So they, they are now the seven seed taking on the two seed Phoenix Suns. They beat Golden State last night, 103 to 100, uh, behind a motley crew of events, <laughs> LeBron James uh, didn't play up to his typical standards, 22 points, 7 of 17 from the field. Uh, did have a triple-double, though, so 22, 11, and 10. Anthony Davis looked like he was kind of coasting through much of the game. He finishes with 25 points, uh, 12 boards, and, uh, and only 10 of 24 shooting for him, 1 of 6 from three-point range. I thought the main story in this one was actually the difference that we saw between Alex Caruso and Dennis Schroeder, where Alex Caruso comes in and uh, I, I thought played magnificent defense on Steph Curry. He was a plus four on the night compared to Dennis Schroeder's minus 20. Uh, and then same can kind of be said of Wes Matthews compared to, I think the closest comparison here would probably be between uh, the Lakers' bigs. So uh, Montrez Harrell was a minus two. Andre Drummond was a minus one. Wes Matthews was a plus 17. And I just thought when the Lakers went away from trying to play a second big, you saw the court open completely up. And in the first half, I thought Golden State did a very good job of forcing the Lakers away from the basket, swarming the Lakers on their way to the basket. And then whenever they got there, it was a free-for-all. I, I really enjoyed the physical play. I thought uh, there was there were I thought the referees obviously missed some calls, uh, made some interesting calls. There was a flagrant on LeBron uh, that wasn't called. Whatever it was, either way, it felt like a playoff game. Even though it was a play-in game and it's the postseason, but it's not the playoffs or whatever weird place the NBA has for this thing, which, by the way, NBA has to figure out. They, they, they have to learn how to identify what these games are. But it felt incredible. The, and, and I had some friends who were inside Staples Center where there was people covering the, the, covering the game from in there or friends who uh, went out and got tickets for it. And they said, despite having a smaller on-site audience, uh, the, the crowd was really good, and it, and it actually started to feel like Lakers basketball in there again. So that was great to see. Just all around, uh, especially including the outcome of the game, all around a fantastic night for the NBA where this play-in tournament has really kind of, especially at least in the Western Conference, which like it shouldn't surprise anybody that the Eastern Conference would fall on its face in this setting. But the the Western Conference games, you had a really fun game between Memphis and, and San Antonio. You had a, a, a really fun game, obviously, here that went right down to the wire here between the Lakers and Warriors. The, the rating on this one is going to be insane, I'm sure. 
And so just all around, it was really good. Uh, other other couple things that we got to get to here uh, is some of the quote-unquote adjustments that Frank Vogel made and why I'm reluctant to call them adjustments. Uh, there are... There were some some changes that I think should be made permanently. There were some adjustments that weren't made that I think need to be taken into account moving forward. So, so yeah, let's uh, we'll go ahead and, and wrap up the conversation just about the game itself. Again, Lakers beat the Golden State Warriors one hundred three to one hundred. Uh, they overcome Steph Curry's thirty seven points and uh, what do you shoot six of nine from three point range. Uh, low low number there for Steph. I thought the Lakers handled him about as well as you could possibly handle him. Uh, but the, the Lakers did just do what they had to defensively, and they did just enough strategically to get that one done. So as you guys probably know, the Lakers start this one, last night's game, with Andre Drummond at the 5, Anthony Davis at the 4, and uh, the first big off the bench was... Montrez Harrell, who continued to play the five with Anthony Davis at the four. I don't, I still kind of wonder if Anthony Davis is a hundred percent because he did not look interested at all in this one to the point where it would be a viable explanation if we found out after the fact that Anthony Davis isn't a hundred percent. If he is, and, and he's probably the kind of guy who says, if I'm out there, I'm a hundred percent. Well, then he needs to do more, flat out. He spent a lot of time out there on the three-point line, uh, kind of floating around, which is fine if he's knocking down those shots, which, to his credit, he knocked down a couple uh, late in the game that were obviously huge given the final score. But I I was not very impressed with Anthony Davis's game def- offensively. Defensively was fantastic. Defensively, he did everything that Anthony Davis would normally do, which, if you are looking for reasons to wonder if he is 100%, the way that he was moving defensively would make me think that, yeah, he was he was good to go out there. So let's just say he was 100% and he just had a bad game offensively. Some bit of an explanation there, obviously, is because Draymond Green was out there and played some fantastic basketball defensively. And, and he's one of the better defenders of all time. So you can kind of see what was going on there for Davis. But anyway, to get back to the major point here and the, and the point that I think we should all kind of pay attention to moving forward, especially in the early games of some of these series, is the Lakers have a major decision to make on, on Andre Drummond. And it's, it's, and it's not just an Andre Drummond thing. It's, a, it's probably a Montrezl Harrell thing too, so long as Anthony Davis continues to struggle from the outside. They have to stop thinking that they can get away with Anthony Davis at the four minutes with a non-floor spacing big. The cool thing is they have a floor spacing big who plays really well with LeBron James. So the Lakers are trying to have the best of all of these worlds here where they're appeasing Anthony Davis by playing him out of position. They're appeasing him furthermore by playing him alongside uh, guys who he would rather play with for whatever reason. And, And it's fine if you are far and away the best team in the field, but the Lakers aren't that right now. LeBron James very clearly didn't look like 100% last night. 
Anthony Davis, like we just said a second ago, may or may not be 100%. Dennis Schroeder's conditioning, he said, is is a bit of a concern for him. He didn't look very good last night. So you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too when a perfectly good slice of cake is sitting right there on the bench who makes a lot of these things make a lot more sense. So, look, Frank Vogel, to his credit, made a quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes right now, adjustment. It's just hard for me to call it an adjustment when all of us can see that it's the right thing to do. I am no genius when it comes to basketball. I'm also, however, of the opinion that basketball isn't rocket science. I was I was an engineer. I was trying to be an engineer. I studied physics well into my time in undergrad. That stuff is a hell of a lot more complicated than basketball is. And I think with the way that the Lakers are kind of going about this right now, it makes it a lot more complicated a sport than it has to be. DeAndre Ayton is a lot more natural matchup for Andre Drummond, so that might be a little more helpful for him. He's still a lot he, he's still a mobile big and 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 Chris Paul is still a very difficult point guard to try to uh, use drop coverage against. So Drummond still might struggle in the next in the next series, but more so than anything, we just saw the difference in the way that the Offense was moving last night. You saw it. It was it was night and day, first half, second half. First half, they couldn't get anything going to the rim. The pass the, the, the passes that they were throwing were just kind of spot to spot on the perimeter of the offense. And then in the second half, magically, when there wasn't some giant human being that the Golden State Warriors didn't care about it at all in there, wasn't in the key. Holy crap, Anthony Davis was catching law passes. LeBron James is getting to the rim and finishing at the rim with fewer than six arms up there challenging uh, that ball on its way up. Uh, the, the Lakers were able to throw back door passes because there were fewer defenders in the key. All of these things opened up, and the Lakers offensively looked a hell of a lot better. They looked a lot closer, by the way, to the team that we saw earlier this year. And then the, the defense is going to be really good regardless. I think the Lakers are still a very good defensive team, whether Andre Drummond is out there or not. The difference is you're asking your defense to do a lot more when the offense is struggling the way that it did in the first half. It was just, it was just, it was very clearly a night and day game. And I'm not going to attribute it all to Andre Drummond or all of it to Montrez Harrell. I thought Anthony Davis played a bad game by his standards, but the the Lakers are a very different team when they just play the right players. Like Wesley Matthews, he should have been in there. Taylor Horton Tucker should have never played in that game. That's he's he's a twenty year old, twenty one year old kid playing in a in a, all but basically a game six for the Lakers season. So the Lakers are going to have to get away from the promises, and they're going to have to get away from. Uh, some of what Anthony Davis and LeBron James want, and Frank Vogel. If, if it isn't, if it isn't those guys, and Frank Vogel needs to clean up his act as well. It, it might just be that Frank Vogel is seeing the game differently, and whatever the, whatever the case might be, whatever the explanation might be, the Lakers saw in this game exactly what we've thought all year where the Lakers are at their best with Anthony Davis at the five, surrounded by as much shooting as they can put on the court, period. That's going to be how this goes. Basketball isn't complicated. And then 
if some of those guys aren't making their shots as those series go go along, then fine, you adjust or whatever. But the starting point has to be the your best self. You put your best foot forward, right? That's the cliche. The first date is a really important one because if you show up to the first date wearing a tank top and some cargo shorts, I'm guessing the person that you're going to show up there to for that date is going to be a little thrown off. They're going to and then and then on the second half of the date, you show up out there with with the kind of collared shirt that you wear to impress, the shoes that you wear to impress, nice pair of jeans, whatever. That person's be like, hey, why didn't you do that in the first place? That that was an option? You could have done that the whole time. You could have combed your hair? That was an option? That's where the Lakers were in this one. Fortunately, they did enough to get this win, and they move on to face Phoenix. Can't wait for that series. Until tomorrow, I'm Anthony Irwin. Have a good one.